there, guys. My name is Nina. And my name is Deb. And, and welcome, welcome back, back to the house, house that built me. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are joining us for the very first time, we are two fast friends who love talking about their weird childhood all the time. So buckle up, grab a drink, and join us for this crazy ride. Yeah, this episode explains to our families and friends and you, the listeners, and you who don't listen but don't know that I'm referencing you, uh, why we are the way we are. Um, and as you can tell, we don't really know what we're talking about. Every day is a new day of yes. unknowns and life is an abyss. So we're going to pick up an episode from the Tatch Box. Mm-hmm. That's magic. Mm-hmm. And there's so many. Oh, we have so many episodes. Yeah, we have a shit ton of episodes. Oh, we're doing go so good. How deep is your debt? Is your, your debt? debt? How deep is your debt? I really need to know. Cause we're living in a world of debt. Breaking us down. <laughs> and we all just want to be debt free. But capitalism is not for you and me. Unrehearsed magic. It's because we talked about it recently. We did. And, um, and this was this was on our minds. minds. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's get into this. Um we're gonna we're gonna get pretty in depth, I guess. Depth with the debt. Depth with the debt. How depth is your debt? <laughs> Fuck. Um uh, do you wanna go or do you want I me can, to start? I can go because it's a short story. Right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's just let's just say there's discrepancies I was, between us. I was raised in a household where my dad worked his ass to the ground, where we didn't see him a lot of the time during the weekdays, and we barely saw him on the weekends because he had to catch up on sleep. Mm-hmm. Just so uh, not because we were struggling for money, but he was trying to set us up for uh, success, yeah. give us the best education and things like that and uh, not be in debt. Like he worked really hard to get ahead of ever being in debt. It's not like he was in debt and worked hard to get out of it. Yeah. He decided from the get go that he was going to achieve something for himself and make money so that his family doesn't ever have to struggle with money or have to ever go in debt to achieve a semblance of life Mm -hmm. so that's what that's the role model that i was raised with but in in with that comes there's pros and cons to that behavior yeah it's one i'm a workaholic yes because he was a workaholic so that the apple didn't fall from the tree at all i'm still on the fucking tree that's (laughs) that's how that close is um and and I, I have this irrational fear of debt. Like the only debt I have right now is currently my mortgage because who carries upwards of half a million in yeah, their pocket? Exactly, in liquid cash, right? So Jeff you always Bezos. He's a dick. Look at his head. It's shaped like a dick. Like he is a dick, okay? I love it. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I want Kylo to him. <laughs> um and uh it's it's like the, the irrational fear of debt has driven me to make sure that I'm never in debt. So even when I went in, into university, um, I am lucky and I am privileged to live in a time of life where my university gave us co-op. Like uh, I could study for four months and work for four months, study mm-hmm. for four months, work for four months for my five-year school career. Okay. Like that was something that was provided that it's literally a privileged program 
to have at schools because schools didn't need to do that back when you just went to school for four years and then got a job straight out of college. Like yeah. that doesn't have, to, they recognize that, that, that ability to transition seamlessly from education to the workplace was slowly and surely tapering off. Oh, yeah. So they provided an outlet where they were like, okay, we're going to uh, shake things up and give you both abilities. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very lucky apart from my first year of school um, I didn't have to ask my parents for money for the rest of my university career. That's amazing. I worked and I saved and I scrounged and I and I shoveled money in the dark abyss of my bank account so that I could pay for every single semester of school and my living expenses and my I didn't party, like I'm not a I wasn't a huge partier in school, mm-hmm. but I basically paid my way through college um for four years. That's amazing. And I graduated without debt. I was broke, but I was not in debt. Uh, hey, it's better to be broke than in, broke in in debt. <laughs> I didn't owe nobody money. Uh, and then I got my job. And then since then, I still I still work crazy hours to, to make myself a commodity at my workplace. Yes. To make me indispensable. Like, I cannot be lost at my workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get paid really well for what I do, mm-hmm. but I also don't spend my money because, again, irrational fear of debt. It took Kevin months of convincing me to invest in stocks because I was just Did like, "You finally do it?" I, I, yeah, I'm invested in stocks now. Okay. Like I have, but in physical stocks because I don't believe in 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 invisible things like your company. You go under, like Nortel went under, like things yeah. go under. So investing in companies for me doesn't like you can tell me that it is the best company to invest in and and it could survive. That's good for you but the unknown was were like is more of an issue for me than not on that note if you do invest in a company they go bankrupt they technically have to buy you out that's why they go bankrupt oh yeah yeah I, and then they go into personal debt yeah so i yeah. i um anyway. i invest and i'm and i'm good with my money and <laughs> yeah. i don't have debt like other than the mortgage but that's a col- yeah. it's it's to sickness and in health and through debt my marriage <laughs> that <laughs> that that like that makes me a little less anxious about it because we have the mortgage together oh my god <laughs> together everything it's is together not, it's now. not really my debt it's like i, I only have it's like half our of that. debt it's it's like yeah. half of that is mine so um i get to choose how much of that debt is really mine i get like at no point will i go through life thinking that i like like that debt is never going to be the demon in my closet like right. it's it's never going to be a thing that's that's so far removed because I've lived a privileged life. I'm like, no, I worked my butt off yeah. so that it never is part of my life. That's that's good. Um, so like it's just it's it's I like I I don't understand it, and you're probably going to explain it to me oh, yeah. about living your life every day with with this thing hanging over you because I I hate it. Like even when somebody like I give money freely, like yeah. we go out for dinner and I'll pay for your food, yeah, and yeah. I don't expect a single thing in return. That's fair. Like that's that's the kind of life I want to live. So mm-hmm. to think that there's people coming oh. at you, clawing at you, you'll trying to get money, you'll still do that even when you're in debt. Believe yeah. me, because I have done yeah. it. Yeah. So, um. It's 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 like a I would say it's something that I've always lived with, whether it be like I guess technically actually my parents the only debt that they ever had was their mortgage as well. And thanks then, your dad, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to my dad. Yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad. Um, from a young age, my dad worked 
his butt off as well. So very similar to your dad. He just never wanted to be in debt. He paid for everything out of pocket, that kind of deal. My mom, we never really talk about her. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to bring her up. We're not going to bring her up in this moment. But uh, let, 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 my dad's a really good example. Uh, reread Champagne Taste Beer Budget. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You guys know. You guys know. Um, so one of the things that my dad tried to teach me at a very young age was to save everything and and um, always set yourself money goals if there's something that you want to buy and then save more than that. You know, you know, Cardi B song, money, money moves. Yeah, exactly. And so one of my things was um, – I I got it. I always did my chores. I always got money from my parents and I always would save it. Money for birthdays, things like that would save it. And then there was at one point in elementary school where I wanted an iPod, like the OG iPod, like the one that had like 500 gigabytes. It was like whatever. And it was like $400, $500. And so I started babysitting and I was saving up my money. I was saving up my money, saving up my money. And I was $100 off of being able to buy that iPod. Mm. Then I hit middle school and everybody wanted to go to Starbucks after school. Uh, everybody wanted to go to coffee time after school. We wanted to go shopping after school. Yeah, but and the so, Jamaican patties at coffee time. They're though. so good. <laughs> so good no matter where you went. And so the so then just slowly that money, even though I was making it, would just be spent because I was like, oh, well, like I have like $400 to sit in there. You know what I mean? It's like I can grab from that. That's my money. That's money that I saved. And then I got into like manga and then I was like, oh, like one manga, like one volume is like 10 bucks. So then you're just like, oh, well, there's 20 volumes in this series. <laughs> so there's $20. And, and then it's just slowly, even though I was making this money, I was just also spending it. And mm-hmm. I didn't really understand that, that kind of implication. And then, um, and then I got my first job at 17. My parents were really trying to get me to get a job so that I would like start actually making like a, a income. And then I got my first paycheck and you know, you work a lot and then you're like, you know, you got money, you got money and then you're going shopping and then you're treating people and then your card declines and then you're like, ah, I'll return all of these. Yeah. Um, and, and then, and then you learn about that. And then I got my first credit card also at like 18, which so irresponsible. It's like somebody was selling one on the side of the road. Oh, girl. I know. No. Uh, it was it's, fucking stupid. It was like Canadian Tire, but I was like, it's fucking stupid. It's the equivalent of getting uh, hounded by like an environmentalist, like who in the middle of the street, who's just yeah. like, do you have the time to talk about starving kids in Africa? Yeah. <laughs> but you know how they got me? They were like, oh, like it, you start off with like $200. It's like 200 free dollars. And I was like, okay. And I, I wanted to do something. I wanted to go to a convention. So I bought the tickets with my credit card and then my bank was like oh you have pretty like yeah you're doing pretty well do you have a credit card and I was like yeah technically they were like well you should get one with your bank it's safer and I was just like okay so then I got another credit card so I had two credit cards now both maxed out by the way already from that convention and then I was like then I started getting notices and they were like hey so uh you haven't paid the minimum balance I was like what I have to but they said it was free they said it was free money. Oh, girl. Right? Because oh. my parents never really talked about money. My dad talked about earning money and saving, saving it. it. But oh, they never talked no. about credit. They never talked about credit cards. They never talked about those types of things. Like, to be completely honest, my parents never really talked about their debt. Or they didn't really talk about acquiring wealth in that way. So for me, I was like, 
so in the dark. And that is how I started to accumulate my my debt over time. And it started really young. And you it started 18. 18. You were a seedling. You're literally, sprout. Literally in a month or so, it will be 10 years that I have held on to credit card debt. At one point, I paid it most most of it off. But then, then I went to school and then I accumulated my school debt, right? And then I didn't finish school. And then I kind of left school for a really long time. And then guess what happens? Student loans go... You yeah. haven't been in school for six months. You owe us this. That started to accumulate because I was like, oh, what if I just disappear? Ooh. <laughs> what if I just Ooh. what if I just disappear? Like like a like a gone girl situation. Yeah. It's like we we orchestrate your death yeah. and then when they call, they're like, She died. Yeah. She's like, We well, no, she's been dead for forty five years. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. And so it was just like one of those things where it was just fear of the unknown and not having that knowledge. And then just being like also ashamed of it because you don't know what to do at that young age and you don't know your finances. And and they don't teach it to you. Nobody tells you. Nobody, Nobody talks tells to you. I, I, again, I was super lucky where my parents didn't ever talk about money, but I understood. I like, I started working when I was 13. Like yeah. I was very, very young. And it was so awesome for me to see money that I made that I'm like why would I give this up Mm. so I didn't spend it because it wasn't like the the coveting of material goods wasn't as as amazing as the joy I get from seeing (laughs) all the zeros yeah just seeing I'm just like oh that's mine I made it oh my god it's like this is mine (laughs) right but for you it was different because it was just like free money you're like oh cool cool but they ain't no such thing as free money there's no such thing as free money unless you're Jeff Bezos because your free money is actually coming from the slave labor of the people in your warehouses yeah yep um, that's our second call out yeah we get five okay for jeff bezos yeah the the five jeffs yeah we get five jeffs and that's it too we should we should uh if this was like a video podcast yeah. i would have like an on you know how you have mario kart lives yeah we would have jeff bezos bald head show it up. <laughs> um so so yeah so like that's how i slowly accumulated debt and then now i'm sitting on you don't Actually, have to say the number. I'm. I just. Well, it's quite a lot. But how about I just talk about the school debt then, which I, which I'm currently paying off. But I'm actually just about to finish paying off one of my side loans that I also got. Oh. But I, I'm one week away from paying that off. <gasps> yeah. I will be one part debt free in that Yay. sense. But I, I, as I've grown up, I found out that there's a lot of resources online, like especially if you do hold a lot of debt, that you can have it all consolidated and just pay out like one. Yes, yes. And then it just gets distributed to all of your debt, which I think is a great fucking idea. And I don't know why people don't talk about it more. Well, it's because it's not a like it's not a resource people know exists until they go bankrupt or if you research it. Because bankruptcy does the same thing. You consolidate all your debt through Mm -hmm. and like Equifax or whoever your tax collector man is. Yeah. Um and uh, then they say that, okay, we'll consolidate all your debt and this is your minimum payment. If you do it for five years, then mm-hmm. you're going to be debt free. So yeah. it makes things a little easier because another part of our credit system and our money system and our mm-hmm. debt system is we accumulate debt through multiple avenues. Yes. Right? I only have one mm-hmm. mortgage. I do have a credit card. Mm-hmm. I gave myself, I, while I was in university, my credit card limit was $1,000, which was so much. Every time it got to 500 like peaked, I was just like, fuck, and I paid it off. Yeah. Um, and then when I graduated, because I was an adult making adult money, I gave oh my myself God. a gift. I made my credit card $2,000. That's smart. 
Um, and I still pay it off every time it hits 500 because that never changes. Yeah. Um, and I, I have this rule where it's like, I think most people should live by a rule where it's just like your credit card limit should be a third of what's in your bank account. That's, that's actually a really good way to live by. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine is 2000, which is like, I keep getting hounded by, by my bank saying that you get approved for 10 grand credit. I'm like, I don't need this bullshit. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's like your credit card is an extension of your bank account. Mm -hmm. If, if you don't have that money, like if you say you have a $10,000 bank, uh, like credit card Mm -hmm. and you're like, I can buy this. I have $10,000 in credit. I'm like, that's not credit. That's just an IOU. Yeah. It means you owe $10,000. Do you have $10,000 in your bank account? Yep. No. Then you don't need then you don't need a $10,000 credit card. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And it, it's just I it's so dumb because I was talking to my boyfriend about this cuz he didn't have a credit card up until recently and he was he was like, <laughs> "I know." I fucking know. Oh my god. The man is in his late 20s. Yeah. Girl, girl, is I was he, telling him. Is he off the grid? Because you know he has no basi- credit. He has no social media. He basically has, he had like no credit up until recently. But because he had gone to school as well and then um, had to pay back and then took out student loans, he was in debt from that. And so oh. his goal was to pay all of that off. Yeah. But he also saved on all that time. He has like minimum like house payments that he has to deal with. He's been trying to save money in different ways. Yes. And then having a girlfriend who likes to go out and do really fancy shit did not help. A lot of driving. Let's just say that. Yeah. I don't have a car, so there's a lot of driving, yeah. right? He has his car insurance. He has all that other kind of stuff. So he wasn't 100% off the grid, but he's pretty off the fucking grid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he recently got one, and we talked about it, and I was just like, okay, this is the one fucking rule that I learned so late in life about credit cards from my friend who is a, an accountant with StatsCan. You have your credit card. You can set your limit to whatever you think that is appropriate. I like your, I like yours. It's yeah. like one third of what's in your bank yeah. account. Um, for some people, they're like one third of my bank account. Okay, zero point zero zero three cents. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I under, like I understand that. Like I understand that some people don't have money in their bank account, and mm-hmm. but but if you don't have money in your bank account, you have no business getting a credit card. I understand. Yeah. I understand that you're covering that 79 inch TV so that you can watch Super Bowl at one time of the, the mm-hmm. year on a big screen, but it's it's not worth it. Yeah, it, I th- I think it's like it depends on what your lifestyle is. Uh, like, there's some things that credit cards are just safer for when you're doing some purchasing because, especially if you're doing online purchasing, credit it's card. much safer to do it through your credit card than through your debit card. And that is just because if you get conned, if your money gets stolen, the credit card company will reimburse you. Yeah. Your debit company will not, and that is your real fucking money. Yeah. One. Two, something that I learned very, very late in life, but was very important. Whenever you use your credit card, you should have the money in your checkings account already. You are just using that to up up your credit Yeah, the credit invisible score. credit man. Exactly. And then on top of that, make sure that you get a credit card that gives you something back. Whether yes. it be cash back, uh, plane plane miles if you, if you travel a lot, or something that gives you some sort of something back. And out of those three rules – you can accumulate your wealth and your credit in that way to be able to be uh, be able to get mortgages or be able to get a house or have that good credit score to be able to get that car, like things like that. If that is what you, if that is what you want. And so this is how I learned about this. I have this friend, him and his husband love traveling. They love traveling and 
how he taught me this was that whenever they go out to do groceries, gas, or anything like that, they go, they spend their credit card, they get the receipt, they literally, in that moment, they they transfer whatever they had in their credit or their checkings right onto their back onto their credit card. Their credit card is always at a zero balance, mm-hmm. basically. And I was like, that was the smartest thing that I've like ever heard. So I started to adopt that. I started just like, I know I have money in my checkings account, but what I'm going to do is that I'm going to use my So the transaction card. exists on your credit profile, not your debit profile. Exactly. And then I just transfer everything over. Great. My only problem is that both of my credit cards, I kind of get something back from one of them. The other one, I get nothing back. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to pay one of them off so that I can get rid of it mm-hmm. or upgrade it to something where I would, would gain, get something back. Would get something back, like an Aeroplans card or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's really funny because we were talking about this, that my credit card company was like, oh, you are approved for a $10,000 raise. It's garbage. Like, so. And I was like, maybe I should do it. No. And you're like, Nina, don't. Stop. Absolutely not. Can pay off it's, all my college debt. And it's, um, <laughs> yeah, but then you have more credit card debt. Yeah. They're probably like at a high interest rate. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like I and and I think it's like our financial institutions also contribute to our debt problem because mm-hmm. they keep uh well obviously their financial institution all they want you to do is stay in debt to them because yep. that's that'd be great you're a customer for life great mm-hmm. you'll die and then I'll call your your brother your mother or sister or brother yeah. it's like some I'll, I'll keep hounding because I still need that money back but yep. um I remember going and applying for a mortgage with my husband and we're dinks so double income no kids yeah and the money that we got approved for mm-hmm. was absurd they're like you can get a million dollar home and you should and we're like no i don't want that and they're like why not it's free money and i'm like nah bitch it doesn't matter how much i get approved for yeah i set myself up for a goal mm-hmm. we'll we made more. We made. We made slightly more than we were even comfortable with, but we reconciled that internally, and we we're like, "That's yeah. okay. Like, it's not going to kill us. Like, it's, it, it's not even remotely going to kill us. Like, yeah. we we totally could afford it, but we just wanted to keep our our ideas and our in like uh, our um, expectations low, so that yeah. so that we know we're setting ourselves up for success. Yeah. So going up to somebody who has that power and mm-hmm. looks at all my like looks at all this binary data and this is where data science yeah. has a flaw cuz they do not account for human randomness human chaos yeah if if jeff goldblum could be the head of finance i swear to god from oh jeff god. Gold, jeff goldblum's character from jurassic park yes. as 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 the god of chaos yes. like if he could be that he could like look at all of this data science and be like <laughs> you suck i'm not going to give you all this money because look at your spending habits yeah but all all money and financial is data science so Mm -hmm. they don't put a face and a soul and a personality and depression and mental health or or your needs and wants and and your material like they don't consider the human complex when Mm -hmm. they look at your numbers yeah they all they see is numbers and they like your numbers look good so all like yeah i'm gonna give you much much more money yeah god forbid that i I break my rule and do hard cocaine one day and then I get a drug addiction and then you have all that money and I have all that money right like and then it just spirals out of control and then you might kill yourself before you spend all that money though I think I, I think I love myself a little bit more than no 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 yeah, I just yeah. mean like I just mean like in general oh like before I had, spend the money yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. you would kill yourself before. yeah so yeah. and and that's 
I know that I won't get into cocaine. Sorry if this is a trigger warning. Please don't do it. Don't do it. Call your sponsor. Um, I, God forbid that some that's, that something happens. Like because I know I won't let that happen to myself. But I was watching. Have you seen Feel Good at Netflix? Not yet. No. Oh, it's it's really good. Okay. And that's a reference. Like that's that's a reference. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, and uh, so financial institutions, people who give you debt, people who give you credit, free credit, don't yeah. account for you. No, they never do. They never do. They they don't they don't want your best interest. They're working for themselves. Yeah. So when you get credit cards with high capacity, mm-hmm. it's it's not free money. It is a shackle on your ankle. Yeah, I I 100% agree. Like it's it's honestly I would say the only time credit cards would be good is if you already have the money and you just want to improve your credit because unfortunately, the society that we live in, you cannot get uh, like large equitable yeah, yeah, large pur- pur- purchases or like equitable purchases without a credit score. Yeah. Like if you are actually off the grid, you're you're fucked. Yeah. You're basically fucked. It's yeah, it's it's not a but, system built for success. Yeah, but I also think it's a good place. I think it's good to have a certain amount of it so that in the case of an emergency is that you are prepared and mm-hmm. you you have that extra cuz you never know what can happen, right? Like you can the never human g- complex. Yeah, exactly. And so sometimes I think it's good in that sense, especially if let's say you get super you get injured. There's some insurances that are like that will cover that, but it's also like what you if you can't work if you're like me you work an hourly job you can't work from home yeah. kind of deal you're out of work how are you going to pay your bills how are you going to be like yes there's ei yes there's disability but the thing is, is that if that happens outside of your workplace if you got hurt outside of your workplace you're fucked for the amount of time that you're out of yeah. work and you need to have something that you can rely on and most credit card companies will actually have a clause that yes if you are injured and then you are out of work for a certain amount of time they will they will like adjust like how much you're paying back or yeah. things like that. Like they're they can be quite human in some aspects, but at the end of the day, the credit card companies, credit companies are like evil, and they're just trying to take your money. They're, and they're loan just shark. To you. I I yeah. understand. So, so they're a legal loan shark. Yeah, like exactly. They're a legal loan shark. Like yeah, media legalized. portrays loan sharks as less like like big fat Italian men who um, or Irish men. Yeah, who work who, a pawn shop. Or, or or like are like are steadfast at the bar, and yeah. they're like, I'm here to see O'Sullivan, and then you go in and get money. Um, and they're, they call a shark because they'll come and beat you up to get your money. Yeah. Banks just send you notifications. (laughs) Get your kneecaps. Bank, banks, loan sharks beat you up. (laughs) Loan sharks choose violence to get their money back. Yeah. Banks choose annoyance. They choose annoyance and it's like almost like... I had, uh, I've gotten my noses. I've definitely had a couple noses, especially when I was younger. But it's like, it's almost like a little bit of shame. It's shame. like, it's like you feel so much shame. Because oh, you're absolutely. Because like, it's just like, you don't have the money because you've just spent all of your money from your debit. Now you spent all of your money from your credit. credit and now you're, now you're in debt until your next paycheck. And that's, yeah. that, that hits back to our champagne taste beer budget. Like when you have to go paycheck to paycheck, especially right now, especially people who've had to like not be able to work or haven't worked at the same capacity, um, that they were, it's like when you're working paycheck to paycheck, it's hard. Like most of my savings, like everything that I saved up for my trips in 2020, everything that I saved up in, in my savings accounts for like the last year or so, all of my banked vacation hours, I've had to tap into it. Mm -hmm. I've had to tap into every single bit of money that I've had. And 
that's because I'm not working at the same capacity that I, I was working at when I did have just, I was making enough money to survive without not having to worry about my debt payments, not like actually being able to pay back some of my credit cards. And like they're getting maxed out again. Like I just can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's just what it is. But it was also because I got myself into that position. Right. Well, I don't think the pandemic but, is your fault. Like, No, 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 no. But like also if I had spent more time rather than thinking, oh, I'm always going to have work. So that's okay. I'm always have a paycheck. Oh, I can always pick up a ship. Always have always a rainy day fund. Exactly. But yeah. those were my rainy day funds. And thank God I had them. But at yeah. the same time, it, it was based off of how much I was working. Mm-hmm. So all those times that I thought like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't have bought dinner or oh, maybe I shouldn't have done takeout that many times. Oh, I shouldn't have done the, those many Ubers. The amount of Ubers I was taking at the height of me working three jobs. Yeah. And being in full-time school and trying to be social like no cap was spending upwards to four hundred dollars just on ubers yeah and it was just like that could have gone to consolidating my debt that could have gone to my savings i could have like i could have taken the bus i had a bus pass from the school yeah that i had already paid for through my tuition which just adds to my debt like how stupid was that like where was <laughs> where was the thought process i could have put that towards driving lessons i could have put that towards like a car savings like things like that <clears throat> and it made me like reevaluate like what what is truly important to me in my adulthood and it's, that's that that's what debt does to you yeah i also think like a lot of us accumulate i i I don't know why I'm saying this like a lot of us because I'm I'm that bitch who doesn't have debt. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't apologize. I I feel the need because it's just kind of like someone else's. I I don't want to undermine someone else's struggle, but it's, it's but it's not your it's not your struggle. So you're it's not like you're you're undermining but I'm, it. But I'm empathic towards it. Yeah, that's so okay. It's, so I'm saying a lot of people accumulate debt because yeah. uh, of like. To think about the future like it's it's to not accumulate death mm-hmm. is to have prospects or like the foresight mm-hmm. about the future yes and if you live your life like you're invinci- invincible like a gen z or you live your life um coveting again material things mm-hmm. because that's that's the biggest uh, commercial debt is quite large like yeah. large student debt commercial debt and house debt that's yeah. the three things and it's it's to covet things that people have again marketing it's marketing. Yeah. Marketing is the devil. But to, but if you if you have cable TV and if you've seen commercials, the number one commercials that we see are for credit cards. Yeah. I think and I they're think they're about purchasing, they're about traveling, they're about doing all those things. They want you to accumulate debt. Yeah. I think when Satan got kicked out of heaven, he had a he had a exit meeting. You know how you leave jobs, yeah. you get an exit interview. Yeah. You get an exit interview with God yeah. and God's like yeah, like I'll give you something on yeah. earth. Like you get you got one thing. Yeah. And the devil thought about it and he looked up advertisements. Yeah. Advertisements. 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 Advertisements are, are the devil's work for sure. Uh-huh. Um I think that's that's I think that's the deal we made and he is banking sh- like oh my god, yeah. look at his power. Yeah, he's the Jeff Bezos of the underworld. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and the, third, third, ding, the third ding third um <laughs> 
and I think that that's what happened. That's how it went down. And yeah. and and I know anybody who's in advertising probably hates me for this for saying those things. But think about what you're doing. I, I think it depends what type of advertising you're doing. But if you've sold your soul to Coca Cola, you, yeah. you know where you. I mean, if you're you an know advert- what bed you lie in. I'm sorry. If you're an advert for like Planned Parenthood, like of course you do you you yeah like he, please the devil didn't get things. everything yeah like he, we you know what we mean you know who we're yeah, talking about yeah. uh, j- um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this on a dark turn, do though. Um, so for those ooh. Ooh, for those of you that don't know, um, Japan has a huge suicide rate. Yep. And a lot of it actually stems from debt. debt. That's the number one reason why some people will, will commit suicide um, because they will – sorry, trigger warning – um, because they will accumulate so much debt to keep up appearances that it just gets so overwhelming. But actually, in Japan, the debt collectors, like the debt companies, are basically gangsters. And so they yeah. will come to your house, and they will bust up your kneecaps, yeah. and they will threaten your family and things like that. I mean, um, uh, so the same thing is in India, in, yeah. our, in the poverty the India's had a lot of stuff happen to them in the last six to eight months, mm-hmm. uh, let alone that unfortunate uh, Muslim Pakistani family that got run over because they were Muslim in London, Ontario, mm-hmm. which was awful. And the person who did it laughed as he was getting arrested. It was oh. awful. Oh, my God. Because hate-based crimes. I can't um, watch those videos. Yeah, India, India is going through a lot of things, including the farmers' riots, because mm-hmm. well justified fa- farmers' riot. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Indian government. Um, but a lot of farmers in India, the the highest suicide rate is farmers. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's also in the U.S. farmers because we don't pay our farmers. We don't pay the hands that feed us. And so they incur debt because they've been told that they need to use pesticides or whatever. Whatever the reasons are they incur debt, it gets mm-hmm. so overwhelming that they decide that this life is not worth living because I owe an invisible concept yeah, to a man money that, isn't real. Yeah, money isn't real. So it's, but it's, it's the weight we give money. It's the yeah. strength. It's the marketing mm-hmm. and devil's work. It's, mm-hmm. it's. It, it, it's so powerful that people just take their lives and yeah. you and if that doesn't make you stop and think that someone's life was less worth than the death that they had yeah because the the companies will still go after the family sometimes it was easier for someone to take their own life it's a price on life it's a price on soul mm-hmm. it was easier for someone to take away their life i'm sorry for all the triggering mm-hmm. um than it was to pay that insurmountable amount of money back. Mm-hmm. We can just use another term. We can just do unlifing. That's what I think what the, the kids are saying. Unlifing, yeah. Or like, you know, like, um, yeah, I think that's what they're calling it. Nina's our uh, in-house TikTok expert because I couldn't be bothered because I'm an old bitty. Um, um, but but to be, like, completely honest, like, to hear to hear those stats and, like, it's it's not even just that it's – happening within the Japanese culture and happening within farmer culture, happening within our culture, is that it's actually, they have like, um, there's like manga who talk about it. Like There's a full like, Japanese, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, oh yeah, there's, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that thing because I don't want to promote it. But um, I think that, I think that it's so sad that. that it's such a commonplace that you can make media from it. Yeah. And it's, and it's so, it's so sad and it's like actually too 
be it's like one of the things that people would know about like they would expect they're like oh it, and it's it could probably get a little bit gossipy especially if everybody like knows them or so they yeah they like told somebody in confidence yeah. and it will become gossipy and that kind of deal or they'll see like cars showing up or things like that to the house and then suddenly that person's gone like i just i just find that like this whole thing is is so fucked up that that we are just trying to like people people who who accumulate debt whether it was because they were in a position that they needed to or it just kind of happened and then it yeah. just spiraled is that they didn't do it because they they just <laughs> you don't want debt it happens because yeah. something happened to you everybody's right? stories are different but mm-hmm. the result is the same yeah and at, at the end of the day it's still fat cats getting fatter and richer yeah. and and the poor getting poorer mm-hmm. and being stuck in this spot where we're forever indebted to some faceless company. Yeah. And um, my stance on UBI, which is universal basic income, mm-hmm. is that it is going to be something similar mm-hmm. because I don't believe that the government's not going to want something in return for giving that away. Well, the government doesn't really. Is it is it government funded? It's got UBI. Universal basic income is... Wouldn't that land on the shoulders of the... Of the business? No, you be... No, 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 no. You... What business? Well, because you would be employed by a business. No, no, no. You would have to... No, no. Universal basic income is is basically the CERB. Basically CERB for everyone. Oh. Yeah. No, I I don't believe that it's going to come without stipulation. So I just am putting that out there. Just saying that... That's fair. It's a great concept for socialism. Yeah. Because we need to be more of a community when it comes to our population. Yes. But I don't think the government is not going to have stipulations. Well, I think that the best way to do something like that would be to impose it on the big corporations. I I have... I have a, a second question regarding that because it's all it. it's all money related anyway. Yeah. Because when when the U.S. came out with their like twelve hundred dollars or whatever, yeah. Of, like I had a good question. I'm just like, how how are the homeless people getting twelve hundred dollars? They're not. Why? Because they don't have a home to ha- have it sent to. Exactly. They don't have a credit. They don't have exactly. A, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't Do a blanket. Not get me. Started. Yeah, it wasn't a fucking blanket $1,200 for everybody. It was, yeah. no, it was $1,200 for the people who are lucky enough to have a home and an address and a P.O. box. Yeah. It was $1,200 who are lucky enough to be on somebody's employment list in the last three years. Yeah. It was pe- for people lucky enough to not, uh, to be on the map. Yeah. Because if you're not on the map, you were forgotten because we live in that kind of world. Yeah, and everybody was getting so upset about it, but they were like, they, they it's just like so ignorant. Anyways, I don't. Ugh. It it. And I can just go. I can go into a full rant. Yeah, and on and I think it's absolutely and how we treat our homeless. And it's absolutely absurd that a lot of banks require a bank account for you to cash a check. Just and give the you fucking a, money. And how do you get a bank account? You have, you have to, to have, have an address. You have to have an address. A utility bill. I'm just. I cannot. Okay. I cannot. Can I'm maybe not. we have an independent episode about well, how we treat our homeless I community? Would love to. I would love to because yeah. I don't think this is the episode because I'm going to go into a fucking tirade. Yeah. Because um, um, I have opinions. So I was <laughs> I, I like when when they came up with that, when they came out the CERB here, I'm just like, how are you giving money to our homeless? Why are you only saying the people who lost their jo- jobs this year get the money? Like people have lost their jobs earlier and have been living on your street. And the way we treat our people who are who don't have 
privileges like yeah. they don't have they're not they got, lucky they I'm, got hit the worst yeah. I, like uh, honestly and especially with this whole social dis- anyways no anyway. no no no. this is a whole so, other this so is a whole it's other it's <laughs> it's absolutely crazy yeah. and and so when we talk about debt personal debt we can mm-hmm. also talk about our government debt because <laughs> it's really interesting i was i was watching an interview how does the country have debt that makes the fucking money? That. I, I was watching this interview. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was wa- listening to this podcast where they were talking about debt. And they were just like, if you go walk around the country, right? Yeah. And they talk about, and you talk about the government debt, right? And then you make them think about, well, who prints our money? Oh, the government. I'm like, then why is the government in debt? Right? If you print the money, then why is it in debt? They and control then, inflation. Yeah. They control how much money we make. And then and then it's like, and they're like, oh, oh. And I'm like, because the government doesn't fucking print your money. The Federal Reserve prints your money. You want to know who's the one controlling everything and all of the things? The Federal fucking bank. Like, the, I, I'm sorry, Alexander Hamilton. Okay? I understand what you did. I understand it was great things for the U.S. even though the U.S. is turning into a shit storm right now. Yeah. But you also made the the federal banking system happen. God damn it. Which was the worst thing that could possibly happen. Yeah. The days after the barter system was all downhill from there. You know what? Bring it back. I was I was actually thinking that earlier. I was like, we need to bring back the bartering system. And I think that there's a great, like, yes, there's it's, some people who don't have skills but like you can you you can probably but you can learn a skill yeah that's the, the thing about the bartering system it 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 really truly made everybody dependent on one another and everybody had to learn something and then like you had to learn how community. to do something yeah you had to learn how to do something whether it was lobster trapping whether it was sheep shearing whether it was sex work, sex work. <laughs> some things just come naturally <laughs> um I don't know whether 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 it's an old wives' tale that you figured out by yourself that mm-hmm. like you know that ginger can help solve some certain things yeah. like something There's- it's it, and it and it is it is propping you up on your ability to know things yeah. instead of just like being a cog in the machine instead of just kind of like oh I have all of this money like I don't like it I just I just find that it's it's definitely a burden. I'm so glad it hasn't been a burden that it's, like, made me super depressed. It made me kind of depressed at one point, but, like, not super depressed. And, um... I'm glad you're getting out of it, though. There's just so much depression. (laughs) This is all last year, this year. Um, But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, slowly getting out of it. Like, I'm, I'm really thankful to where I'm going in life right now and that I'm able to finally just step slowly out of it. Um, But, like, one of the... One of the biggest, I think hurdles of it is just recognizing it not being afraid to talk about it making sure that we're educating our young people about their financial there decisions was, there was actually an article saying that canada is now adding uh how to pay of de- like financial, like financial. in ninth grade yeah and i'm like oh finally i i just like the, it shouldn't have ever been out of the curriculum but you know what it was it was a way to control the masses to put them through a pipeline oh yeah pipeline like we create our our predecessors created a pipeline of debt whether you whether you want to say that it started from the creation of money or if it started at at any point we have known we we have only known that there is just debt after debt after debt after debt it's um and as things inflate we will forever want to reach towards something that is 
currently unattainable. I personally think school should be free. University yeah. should be free because it should not be a business. It is a place of learning. learning. And and if you are going to tell me that I require this to be able to work someplace. And it be should able, be free. It should be free. It's, it becomes. It, it's it, free in other countries. It's the same thing as like pads for women. Like it's it's a, right now currently in the world and the community and the business model that we currently live in. Yeah. It's become a life essential. Yeah. It's, it's become a necessity. And it should be free. And it's like, if you guys aren't going to make these things free, then we are going to find ways to share our share our Internet. knowledge in a free way. Because then we're going to start going away. We're going to start making our own certifications. We're going to start making our own pedigrees so that we do not need these institutions yeah. anymore. And we are going to revolutionize how we get our jobs, how we create our wealth, how we stay out of debt. Because that's all that you're teaching us. You're teaching us that these conventional methods, like the millennials are killing the diamond industry, the Millennials are killing the housing Thank industry. God. We're killing avocados. You know what? We're done with these conventional capitalisms. Yeah. We're done with it. We're going to create our own. We're going to create our own wealth. We're going to create our own businesses, our own community. Small businesses. We're going to tap into all those kinks you've been shaving and sell our feet on the internet. Yeah, that's only, only fans. Gonna... Look for look for our only fans account. No, we don't we're not have doing one. this. Yeah, we don't have one. But like, but like, honestly, it just makes me think. It's like, why am I working so hard? Why am I taking out all these loans? Why am I trying so hard to go into these institutions that one? I, I saw firsthand treated me horribly. Some of them didn't, but like some of them did. And why am I searching so much, so hard? And why am I working so hard for a fucking piece of paper when people care about my actual industry fucking experience? They don't care what's on paper. Mm -hmm. They can teach I, me those things. You know what people look for in me? They look for my fucking intangible also, qualities. Also, degrees are bullshit. Taking, 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 come, coming from a person who spent five years earning a degree that I don't really use. Like, there's nothing that I learned in school that I ended up using because I learned everything on the job. Yeah, which makes so much more fucking sense because that is all what trade is 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 apprenticeship. It's about learning. It's about somebody giving you an opportunity. It's about somebody up high saying because I got my job yes. out of luck. They weren't looking for me. They wanted mm -hmm. somebody with a master's, but I was just like well i think you should take a chance because i'm the best and i've never made them regret that because I, of course i learned on the job and yeah. i learned fast and i learned hard and i kept working so that's what we should appreciate instead of just like fucking like college frat like the college life the college experience oh mm -hmm. you learn some stuff at school no. from a professor who doesn't give a damn shit about you who has tenure and couldn't give a shit couldn't get fired they're 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 making their money whether or not they teach you so i like why go in debt for a useless experience mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. other than the community maybe about making friends or something like that other yeah. than that that that's what you're paying for that's what you're paying thirty thousand dollars a year for like what the fuck like put that in perspective yeah so but, um yeah at, at, Sorry, you were going to no, say? No, I was just like, because I was having a conversation with my neighbor, which was really interesting, because we yeah. were talking, she was talking about how her kids don't want kids right now. Yeah. They're like our age, so late 20s. Mm -hmm. I don't want kids right now. Mm -hmm. And and she was just like, yeah, like they just, they just don't seem to have one kids. And I looked at her, I'm just like, it's because it takes longer to get to a position secure enough to have children. Yeah. 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 It's, it takes longer. The gone are the times where you could pay fifteen thousand dollars for your house like gone are those days yeah um it's i i think it's also just you know how you can go into debt from a wedding you can go into debt mm, by having a child mm, and so no no we'll, we'll we'll skim over this we'll skim over this no i'm the wedding debt thing is fucking ridiculous the netflix thing 
What Netflix thing? Uh, wedding or house, mortgage, uh, dream wedding or something. There's oh. literally a Netflix dedicated reality TV show, basically where some a mortgage specialist yeah. versus a wedding planner fight head to head for the couple's money. Oh my! They're God. like, you can only afford one. You can either get your dream wedding or you can get a house. And I'm like, that is so fucking wrong. That's bad. I was actually gonna say on a lighter note to that. Um, Deb, for her wedding, actually made money rather than spending money. She made more than she spent on her wedding, which I was just like, that's pretty impressive as somebody who worked in event planning where I've seen people drop a lot of money. Of course, for me, COVID was a blessing because it had to reduce our numbers and we couldn't have family fly in. And it was a very sad thing because we couldn't celebrate with the people that we wanted to. However... I also got my plan A, which was a backyard wedding. If we could have had a breakfast wedding, I would have been ecstatic. If the priest was just like, I'll get you married at 6 a.m., great. Then we can have like eggs and bacon. How to do it at 6 a.m.? Hell yeah. How long is that? How long are the nuptials? An hour. That's not that bad. You could do it at 9. Okay, whatever. And in time for mimosas. Yeah, for a brunch. Like, I wanted an understated celebration of my love with my husband because we have an understated relationship. You guys have a pretty nice relationship. Yeah, but it's not like grandeur. It's not, it's yeah. not like high It's not like, I'm going to take you on a yacht today. Yeah, like I couldn't uh, give a not shit. Not that there's anything wrong with those. There's no, no, nothing no. wrong with those. By the way, hints, just saying. Uh, um, <laughs> he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to this um, And how dare. <laughs> and yeah, it's just... That that wedding was a, an example of how I live my life because it, yeah. it doesn't – for me to be happy, it's about the small stuff. And mm-hmm. I was able to have a small wedding and I was really lucky to do that. And that's all that matters. Um, And, and I was never going to go in debt for my wedding. Oh, hell no. That yeah. was never going to happen. I just – My I cat just, wants attention. I just feel like if, if you ever – if you ever wanted to truly um, – truly feel – feel like um what what you what you want out of your wedding is is to have that grandiose wedding have that fucking grandiose wedding but at the same time there's ways to have a grandiose wedding without breaking the bank yeah and like there's there's other ways to do it but at the end of the day are you marrying this person for the grandiose of the ceremony for one day or are you marrying this person because you love them yeah and i'm not saying that i'm not discrediting those people because those people make me money (laughs) yeah but at the same time if that is what you want is that if that is how you've seen your day for your whole life Mm -hmm. i'm not going to take that away from you how you live your life is how you live your life but just be aware that at the end of the day these faceless companies are hoping that you are willing to take this quote unquote Again, free money advertising is the devil's work yeah you can you can probably if we spend enough time squinting our eyes and like warping the advertisements maybe we'll see like satanic sim- i don't know what no, satanic we'll see symbols. like illuminati symbols. yeah like some some kind of like you know how disney has that like all over disney world like tiny symbols of the disney mickey mouse's yeah. head yeah yeah, it's yeah. Everywhere. i think i think all advertisements i think we have to like Start look in the corner it. look Fruit in the pentagram. corner yeah, look at the corner and like the last pixel and like zoom in. It's and like we're a gonna, goat head. Yeah, and we're going to find like a code and that code yeah. just takes us like, it's basically if you, it's a QR code. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if you take the QR code, it basically opens a portal to hell. I love it. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to um, go. I just want to see like a little glimpse. Oh, you know, I saw a little glimpse with Lil Nas X's uh, 
Mont- Con- just Montero. watch the movie Constantine. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic movie. That's yeah. a great. That's a great. Uh, anyway, recommendation for this episode. Um. Uh. So guys, uh, tell us how deep your debt is. Yeah. Like, don't, don't you know, give us your names. Just, just send me numbers. Just send me anonymous numbers. Just send me an. How did they send us a number? Oh, through email. Yeah. Just yeah, make yeah. you. You get those websites that give you like shitty emails. Yeah. Like they give you like an email that self implodes so oh that we God. can never trace it back. Just send me a number. I just feel like down the road when we become more famous and somebody's listening to this episode and then we just get a red fucking email. Yeah, I know. I want to. I want to <laughs> be scared. Like, it's like one of those like you think it's a Nigerian like spam prints yeah. and then it's like oh no, this is from our episode. That's yeah. from this episode. Just j- maybe 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 put a. a just say this is my debt on the email header so yeah. that we know instead of saying like this is a ransom note don't do that yeah, yeah. I, I read, i'm like who did you kidnap everybody yeah. i know is here yeah, it's like a, a or this person's dead um yeah. so guys for uh, 45 years <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you like this episode as much as we did we love opening up our conversations especially for like these really heavy ones yeah um, these can be very personal things yeah. you're struggling with it so we want to know and and well, if we can provide any kind of yeah. humor in your struggle oh my god yeah um, but also just like keeping up this open conversation and and talking about it because the more like all these oh, tips make and your tricks. friends uncomfortable do it go up to your friends and 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 say like they will they want to go oh my god they want to go to edm festival and you're like no i'm ten thousand dollars in debt and make them uncomfortable make them know your pain because if they stay invisible to it if they stay like ignorant to your plight then mm-hmm. they're going to stay ignorant for the rest of their life yeah and it and, and that's also just like not being sensitive to the people around you as yeah, well right exactly just like understanding that you might be able to do certain things that maybe other people might not be able to do in like a few years yeah. or even 10 years i hate i hate watching like video like reading um, am i the assholes or stuff like that where yeah. they talk about bachelorette parties where the bride's just like i want to go away um and the person yeah. was just like i can't afford it and would i be an asshole for telling her that i can't afford it like no, no. don't n- absolutely not if that bitch that reminds me of uh bridesmaid yeah. Yeah. Annie yeah. And, and like they were going, yeah. they were going like to Vegas and she yeah. couldn't afford it. She couldn't afford, like if, if you can't afford something because your friend is being ignorant, again, like this is about ignorance. Yeah. If you, your friend doesn't know that you're not making as much money and you mm-hmm. can't afford certain things, find a mutual ground. Yeah. Find, instead of going to like somewhere fancy or Cuba, just find something that's middle ground that you all can enjoy. Yeah. Like. For example, if you wanted to go to Vegas, but you can't go to Vegas, go to Niagara. Yeah, like just go to Atlanta City. You you can't go to Las Vegas from New York. Drive to Atlantic City. Like, Done. what is wrong with you? So um, there's other there's other alternatives, and I feel like you would have fun no matter what because they're your friends. You that's if I mean? they were your friends. Yeah. If 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 your friendship hinges on the fact that you can't afford a thousand dollar plane flight and mm-hmm. then a, more to stay at a place, yeah. maybe that's not worth your friendship because that's the price of your friendship. Yeah. If your if your friendship is transactional, yes. Then yeah, I would say. I would say I guess you need to start rethinking if you really want to be a part of that bachelorette. Yep. 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 Um. So, 
we hope you liked this episode. <laughs> and if, we hope if you like listening. Ooh, tell us, Never. tell us if you want us to finish singing "How Deep Is Your Debt" as a full song, oh and maybe God. we'll make that happen. Oh yeah, we'll do a video of that. Yeah. I actually really like that. Um, so if you guys want to hear more, uh, you can find us on. Instagram at the house that built me podcast where there's links to any references we've made any suggestions we've made and a link to wherever you listen to podcast yeah. and uh yeah again we want to we want to hear your dms you want us to <laughs> sing how deep is your debt uh, tell us how how bad your debt yeah, is send or, me numbers or send give me us tips numbers. and tricks tips and tricks as well yes yes yes, yes. all right guys uh thank you so much all right thanks bye, bye.